Freedom. 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 Rebound. Hello, Brooklyn. This is Brooklyn Rebound Podcast, episode 21. Russia can have Snowden. We got AK-47. All right, here we are, guys. This is uh, the 21st episode, and I'm here with Tom. Tom, what's going on, buddy? Nothing much. Just got back from a run. Yeah. Uh, on the track, we actually ran into our old buddy, who's finally revitalized, what? Justin. What? Yo! <laughs> Guess who's back, bitches? Uh, uh, bleep that out. <laughs> that's not being bleeped out. That's not being bleeped out. It's the summer. No one's uh, listening anyway. Let's move we, on. Yeah, guys, we're, I'm back. It was, uh, you know, these last uh, last few weeks, well, months now. Yeah, yeah. Pretty, yeah. Uh, pretty tough. No, did some soul searching. Um, <laughs> Who'd you find? Did you find? Did you find anyone during that during that time? Uh, you know who I did find? Paul Pierce and KG, baby. Oh hell yeah! Oh yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> you, found, you actually found them? I did. Uh, yeah, I found their basketball cards. Oh, cool. And, then, <laughs> and, and, your, and your brothers basement. and your brothers uh, Boston Celtics jerseys too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. that too. Yep. Sorry, Josh. Yeah, not really. Uh, Josh, the, the Oh, yeah, Celtics we are with fan. the Celtics fans. Sorry, sorry, Tom. <laughs> but back in action, and I'm ecstatic yeah, over what? this KG, Paul Pierce, and well, Jason, so it's going Jason down, Terry it's going, acquisition. Yeah, it's going down tomorrow. It's going down tomorrow. The um, the announcement, the, press, the presser at 12 o'clock at Barclays. You're not going to be there? No, no, no. I got to work. What about you? You got to. Mm, no, I won't be there either. No. <laughs> Tom? I'll be watching the stream, though. Tom actually be the geographically closest one, too. This is true. What's your well, excuse, think, Tom? Maybe yeah. I can sneak out on lunch. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're encouraging all fans to stand outside in the hot under the, the Oculus. There's no fan out there. There's a Starbucks, though. There is a Starbucks. So yeah. Nothing like some nice warm coffee. Anyway. But it's also going to be about 100 degrees. <laughs> the hottest day of the year. But, yeah, that's going to be exciting. It's going to be on guests. It's going to be on BrooklynNets.com. And there's another player coming to the Nets, too. Russian's own. And uh, what's his face? Uh, Prokhorov. Prokhorov's. <laughs> what is his face? <laughs> what is it? Prokhorov's best friend. Andre Karolinko, 47, which I think is not just the biggest asset in terms of his playing ability, but also the fact that he can cheat on his wife uh, anytime. Once, he, once, once per year. Once per year. Yeah. Right? Uh, that's very true. When he's on the road. Gets an allowance. Yeah. And, Good for him. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the most important thing. That's the most important thing that he's bringing to the team. Big question here. Does he give his wife that same allowance? Does she get that opportunity, no, too? No, I think it's called double, double standards. Oh, right. right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Come on, man. Russian thing. Uh, <laughs> 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 in Russia, they don't do that. Oh, God. Um, but they do get drunk. And speaking of drunk, let's move on to Jay Kidd and his possible suspensions. <laughs> uh, Tom, Tom, you want to you wanna read that off for us? <laughs> well, he pled guilty, uh, I believe, earlier in the day today to um, his charges of a DUI in 2012. He, part of his pleading guilty, he's going to be speaking at some schools and if it all goes well, when he has another hearing in a month, they're going to drop it down to driving while impaired, which will just lead to one year with probation. So, can you guys, uh, I'm trying to recall, so what actually happened the night that he got the DUI? Well, uh, from my understanding, he was hanging on a chandelier. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's right, it's coming back to me now. <laughs> because when you got the news, you were also intoxicated. Too. <laughs> I was like, did you hear about J. Kidd, Justin? And then I was like, oh, I, I want to be like J. Kidd. And, then, and all I got reply was just characters on a text. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, he was hanging from Chandelier, and he decided, it was a, he decided to drive from 
Manhattan up to back to Westchester, like right before, like that's where Nick's training camp is around that area upstate. So he got pulled over, and his mugshot was actually pretty good. It was one of the better mugshots, I would say. Um, you know what that sounds like? Sounds like a leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And bringing us to a championship. <laughs> I mean, uh, we'll see. As long as he didn't slap anyone over a French fry uh, this time around. <laughs> Do you remember that one? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, when he was in Phoenix, he uh, his wife told him not to touch oh, the French God. fries for TJ. Why we got to bring up all the negative things about Jason? Yeah. Come on, we're, we're really making Jason Kidd look like a terrible human being. You know but what? he could I, be a very you good know coach. What? The, yeah, I mean, he walked away from guaranteed money right. on the Knicks to just apply and attempt to get the next job, which he succeeded in doing. But I mean, he's he's dedicated, he's motivated, and you know, I think. I'm I'm happy that we acquired him. I'm also happy that we got Lawrence Frank as an assistant coach. I think that'll be a nice backbone for him when he tries to get his legs, um, you know, at the beginning of the season. Even in the summer league, um, you know, Lawrence Frank was kind of writing up the plays. And Jason, <laughs> Lawrence Frank was basically coaching the team. <laughs> he yeah. was coaching the team, and Jason Kidd was just kind of like the guy behind the scenes, like he was getting observing, te- getting technical fouls, and call, yeah, just basically just talking to the players and observing. Well, apparently, uh, we're like. If the suspension happens, and I think it will, um, even though David, David Schneider will still be in, in charge, even if it's Adam Silver or whoever, uh, they're going to suspend him because uh, they've done it for, I think, was it, not Quinn Snyder, it was um, someone for Golden State back in, Eric Muscle. Yeah, Eric Muscle, yeah, yeah, Musselman, sorry. And he got a DUI, so they suspended him for one game. I think they'll do it for two games because if you're in New York, why would you even drive if you have all these cabs that could bring you home? So, so David Stern's like, you idiot. He's probably going to suspend him. And then Lawrence Frank's probably going to be coaching the first couple games anyway. Right, so, right. Uh, And we're also looking at an assistant coach. I know that we don't have this on the on our agenda, but uh, <laughs> this is breaking news from my Twitter feed right now. <laughs> Bloop, bloop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's the, what do we got? What do we got? Um, so it's the guy from the Bulls, uh, one of the lead assistants. I forgot his name. It's not. It's not showing anymore. All right. <laughs> <laughs> to make this any more awkward, but uh, one of the lead assistants for the Bulls, Thibodeau, under Thibodeau's staff, is possible joining either the Thunder. I think it was the Nets, uh, Miami, and a couple other teams. Um, so if we get him. That's, that's a good asset, because we already got George Carl's right-hand man now. Um, I don't remember his name either. Damn. I, it seems like I haven't been watching the Nets. You've been, man. It's all right. I don't know. That, that, that run, it's the summer. It's the run, summer. No, that run, man. That run the doldrums me. of summer <laughs> right now. That, nope. that mile two and a half, man, I, if, I didn't get, if I didn't have the uh, Cliff Bar in my pocket, I would have been, <laughs> huh? been done, man. Yeah, I mean, back to J-Kid. I think um, it's important, you know, he's kind of, he's accepted what he's done. He's... Um, He's trying to just put it behind him. So he's owned up to, you know, the DUI, accepted it, pled guilty, and just trying to, you know, put it behind him and start focusing on the Nets. Yeah. So going forward, I mean, clean slate, at least in my mind. And it's just, all right, let's just focus on getting a championship Well, it makes now. sense it happened when he was on the Knicks because, I mean, yeah. it's just evil over there yeah. in Manhattan. So uh, <laughs> The dark borough. The dark borough. <laughs> Gotham City. Uh, all right, so moving on to uh, so big social media hit for uh, now. Wow, my phone just reset. Uh, that's messed up. Oh no, it's brand new. Got a brand new Samsung. <laughs> all right, back to the podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Paul Pierce. I ended up. Uh, you guys hit that email today. I sent you about that Paul Pierce. Thank you. Um, video? I don't know anything about Paul Pierce, but I know about, <laughs> I know about Paul Pierce. 
Paul Pierce made a uh, video for Boston for uh, Boston Celtics fans to thank them for featuring uh, Donnie Wahlberg. And uh, yeah, so thank them for uh, for all of his years in Boston. How many years was he? Fifteen. Was it fifteen years in Boston? Fifteen good mm-hmm. years in Boston. So um, obviously, it's you know extremely tough for him to walk away, and he's um, you know got the fans' respect, and he's I mean. It it was it, it was uh it, it was difficult, but at the same time he wants you know he's he got that championship mentality. There it is. Tom's bringing up the video on his phone right now. Oh, yeah, um, you, can you guys see this? <laughs> on the video feed, check it out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I think that was really awesome, man. I, I think uh, I, re- I respect him for that. I think that was awesome, but let's get a perspective from a a, a former Boston fan, uh, Tom. <laughs> what do you what do you think of that social media hit of uh, Paul Pierce? Uh, just saying goodbye in his own way. I thought it was excellent. Paul Pierce is actually my favorite player. Um, it was it was hard to watch, I'll admit. I've watched him for 15 years. Be the truth. It's going to be rough watching him for the first couple games in Brooklyn, but I think I'm going to grow, grow to like it. Uh, I am really... It's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough year in Boston. It's going to be a fun year in Brooklyn to watch him book. You know, you can't you can't have it all, man. You can't have it all. I think I think uh, if Pierce and Garnett were staying, they would have been uh, fighting for a seventh or sixth seed. Yeah, now they have the opportunity to bring a championship uh, to Brooklyn, who which has never happened, not just in Brooklyn, but for the Nets franchise. Uh, and we we didn't even talk. I mean, we talk about AK forty seven for a second, but let's. What do you think of that acquisition, Justin? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm ecstatic about AK-47. He, I think he's, he, I mean, he took a huge pay cut. And it's not really, I mean, Nets are really excited. And, you know, Bogdanovich was our B option, mm-hmm. and our plan B. And then we ended up and out of nowhere. And our plan A was Kyle Korver. And our plan A was Kyle Korver. And then out of nowhere, we got, as the Nets kind of said it, we got plan A+. plus Because yeah. Andre Karolinko, for a, a ridiculous discount, uh, I think we got him for six or seven million. He took a six or seven million dollar pay cut. To come to the Nets, he took, I believe, the taxpayers' exception deal. So it's three million a year. So yep. it's about three year nine million. He was looking for about um, nine million, eight to nine million in the open market. So somehow they got a deal. Um, there's an article that got posted shortly after that everyone's claiming conspiracy. Yeah, woes. Uh, yeah, woes bomb. Woes. But this this occurs all the time. Everyone was really angry at Pat Riley for conspirating when the decision occurred. But yeah. that just, I think, was just people venting. People are venting right. about this. But I, I bet also you it was Dan wouldn't Gilbert. be surprised if there was a very big wink-wink deal that... Um, Prokhorov offered. Prokhorov has some extra money going to AK. But I honestly don't care. This happens all the time in basketball. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Hoopsite, for that uh, advertisement that just started playing. Uh, um, we will not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyways, there's, there's been a lot. Of, I mean, there's always going to be grumblings. When someone gets a steal like that, I right. mean, AK-47 and Prokhorov, they have a lot of respect for each other. Um, you know, Prokhorov being, being from Russia, AK-47... Um, actually played, I believe, for a team in Russia that, that Pro- Prokhorov owned. That Prokhorov right? owned. So they're very close. Um, AK-47, you know, the Nets have looked at him, looked, looked to acquire him in the past. And I think AK-47, I mean, he just wants to win a championship. And if he can bring a championship, you know, to to his uh, to his Russian counterparts, I mean, that's that's a plus for him. And that's and I think that's something that was worthwhile. Like you said, there could be some under the table. Behind the scenes thing going yeah. down, but at the end of the day, no one really knows. No one can really prove it. Right. And 
It is what it is. Right. The NBA wouldn't have wouldn't have approved it if they thought there was anything suspicious going on. They did. It's official. It's done. But also, also the biggest factor here that we're not even talking about is that Darren Williams' kids and and Andre Karolinko's kids are friends. <laughs> so uh, that that Game was a changer right that there. was the biggest motivation. His family wanted to move back to a city. Not Minnesota's cold up there, and uh, and the also the biggest thing was we were we were looking at AK. Right around the time we were signing Darren, and before he signed that deal with Minnesota, right. and we wanted to get him instead of Gerald Wallace, but the market he got a he decided to sign with Minnesota for longer term money. We were only looking for uh, either him or Gerald, and we got a better version of Gerald Wallace, I think, a guy right. who can play defense, stretch out the floor, can actually make three pointers, can pass better, and and just. It doesn't get injured. Yeah, it doesn't get injured as much, you know? It's not fragile. <laughs> Basketball-wise, it allows Paul Pierce to play less minutes. Mm-hmm. They can put AK in the three. They can also put him in the four, four in a yep. small ball right. lineup, and which we're going to see. Against Miami, I definitely we're going to see and that. I think that's yeah. pivotal. That's key right. going down the stretch. I mean, KG and Pierce, 35 and 37 years old. I, they, I mean, they're at the tail end of their career. You don't want them out there for crazy amounts of minutes after night. If you can get them for 20, 25 max a night. You you need you need role players you need guys that'll that'll step up for them. Do you guys remember this uh, moment? And I, you might more remember it in Celtics history where um, Andre Karolenko was playing him as a member of Utah Jazz, playing Paul Pierce. And after the game, like I think Pierce either hit a couple shots down down the stretch. After the game, they interviewed Karolenko, and Karolenko was crying. He's <laughs> like. He's just so damn good. I can't like he was in tears. He was so upset over his performance of guarding him, and I just find it so awesome that they're on the same team now. Great. So now we have two players in the Nets that made two other players in the Nets cry. Because now we got KG Kevin, that Kevin made Blotch cry, yeah, yeah. and Pierce that made Carolina go cry. I mean, they're, fantastic. They're gonna cry together when they win the title. Uh. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, and now you probably didn't. You probably heard it on Twitter. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, the biggest move, though, the Nets made, and uh, I can't even believe this, Justin and Tom. Just it's crazy, crazy. What's that? What do we got? <sighs> I, I can't say it, Justin. You gotta break the news, man. It's just, it's just huge. Uh, so Darren Williams and Jason Kidd, mm-hmm. supposedly, correct me if I'm wrong, are going to be on an episode of Suits? Yes! The yes TV they show? Are. Yes, they are. And I'm is so t- excited. Is that TBS or TNT? USA. USA. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good call. Good call. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, apparently going to be uh, Nets players on there, just play, kind of playing themselves, but that's, they felt. So what's the plot? Uh, we're gonna have to tune in to find out. Are they, it's like a, it's like a contract for Darren Williams. It's a show about lawyers, so I'm assuming it's legal related. Okay, yes. Right. Right. Or, or maybe one of them's having an affair with Darren Williams or Jason Kidd. Oh, yeah, Chuck one, and Ducky. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Chuck. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on to the low life that was the Nets Summer League. Uh, the Nets finished 0-5. Yeah, great play out of them. Great uh, play. But that's not the point of the Summer League. They really don't care about the wins or losses. It's about the player development. It's about having fun. There were some good things. Mason Plumley, for example, was looking awesome. Yeah, he averaged 16 and 14. Uh, 16 points, 14 rebounds. He, and he didn't play even all the starter minutes. He played like maybe 20 to 30 minutes. And they grade the they actually grade the performances on quarter wins, not even the whole game. So if you win a quarter, you get a point. Really? Yeah. So they changed the system because they need to they needed to figure out a way to have these players evaluated mm-hmm. based on their time playing, not by per, not what they did by the end of the box score. So um, that's that was the most important thing. And what I what I tweeted earlier uh, during during the summer league was 
us losing 0-5 just means that we are our assets aren't as good as the earlier picks that other teams have. Right. You know, like Andre Drummond, who was all summer league Jeremy Lamb, big ups to UConn. UConn? Uh, <laughs> we're Huskies. Uh, <laughs> we're basically killing it. They were like, Drummond was averaging 20 and like 12 and like three monster blocks. Right, right. He shouldn't even be in the league, probably. Right. It's those uh, kind of guys that are, yeah, that are just going to dominate. That's expected. You also get a lot of hero ball in the summer league for a lot of fringe players who are just trying Big, to catch Victor on to the Oladipo, he had a game winner in the summer league, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, Oladipo is definitely going to get minutes. Oladipo is good. I'm talking about players that are just churning the bottom rosters, 10-day contracts, D-leagues. Right, right. They're, they're out there playing a lot of hero ball, trying to show their skills to a team that they can come off the bench and contribute. So the summer league is hard to judge, and I feel um, they showed some good things. They showed some bad things. Yeah. And our um, draft pick did well, and that's the most important yes. thing. And also, quick, uh, quick note, so... Um, no, unfortunately, no one from the book and rebound could represent us uh, down there in the summer league. But next year, we're uh, we're in discussions to have a correspondent down ah. uh, in the summer league down there in Orlando. So, uh, uh, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we didn't. All right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Damn it, Justin! Right. You come back from one podcast. You're breaking. News. I'm making moves, man. I'm oh, making moves. Man. Come on. I thought you were sending me down there. Oh yeah, no, I am sending. On you your down time, there. right? I'm sorry. Oh god. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's why, why would you choose the Orlando? I'd much rather go to the um, the Vegas one. The Vegas yeah, we're going to league. Well, if the Nets agree to it, well, wherever the Nets go, that's where we're planning to if go. If you guys give me gambling money, too, I'll go to Vegas. How about that? How about I get you a bus stipend to go to the bus? <laughs> <laughs> you could do a road podcast. All right. Just <laughs> Interview some roadies along the way. All right, moving on to NBA news. Uh, big acquisition by the New York Knicks. Getting a actually, I don't know if it's a big. They got Metal World. That's piece. not big at all. So an older team just got older. Whatever. Uh, Thirty team. I mean, not to be a Nick hater. I mean, all the things that the Knicks fans are saying on Twitter. Oh man, we got Meta. That's I mean, that's good. You needed to get a player like that. But thirty teams passed on him. He cleared waivers. No one wanted to pick him up. And now that he signed, you know, after he he had he was a free agent, he's suddenly like the biggest asset who had a terrible year last year. Well, I think yeah. what, I think what's playing into that is the fact that the Brooklyn Nets have clearly taken the crown as far as the supreme team in New York, we the supreme. Have, we just have to show it now to show yeah. it. Yeah. But the Knicks, with these big names, with these big acquisitions uh, through this trade, having you know acquiring KG, acquiring Paul Pierce, acquiring Andre Karolinko, John Livingston, Jason Terry. Um, <laughs> You know, the Knicks, they wanted to do something. They got Bargnani. Wow. Fantastic. That's cool. Guy can't move his feet. Um, they want another big name. They want to be able to, you know, at least all-star recognition, name recognition-wise, I think, compete a little bit more with the Nets and what they've acquired and what they've done this summer to try and hold on to their fan base. The worst thing I thought was uh, he was taunting Brooklyn already. When he signed, he said, where Brooklyn at? He tweeted that. And I'm like, all right, uh, he's going to find out because he's, apparently he doesn't know because he, he grew up in Queensbridge and he doesn't know where Brooklyn's Yeah, at, no, so. it's, he's not really good with the whole math thing. Speaking of not yeah. knowing, another transition here with J.R. Smith, uh, his knee, knee surgery, apparently he needed surgery in May, and uh, he signed a, was supposedly a four-year deal, but minimized it to a three-year deal with, after a two-year opt-out, and he's going to be gone three to four months. What do you think of uh, that for the Knicks, uh, Tom? It depends on which JR comes back. If we get, if playoff JR Smith comes back, then it's just going to be terrible. If it's regular season JR Smith and he comes back healthy from this knee injury, it doesn't look like it's too serious of a knee surgery. It's not like an ACL or anything. Right. Um, he should be able to contribute and be a big force on the team. But if it comes back like and he's playing like he was in the playoffs when it was bothering him the first time, 
It's going to be a long, long season. It's not just going to be a long season. I think it's going to be tough for him not to go out every night when he's not playing even. All he can do is a little bit of rehab here and there. I think he's going to be going out. Literally, now that he's got Metal World Peace, probably going to be at you know the clubs every night. Partying hard. Yeah, that boy's thirsty, as Rihanna said. <laughs> that boy's thirsty. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, Jared Smith, his entire career, he's just been a streaky guy. He, he'll come out, he'll go, he'll go for like weeks at a time, you know, put up ridiculous numbers, and then just be ice cold. And just do nothing and shoot twenty percent from the field. I don't know if I could like as a as a basketball fan. It's fun to watch him, but I don't know like I could endorse just him being a main part of win or lose mentality because he's just so risque. You know, like he you don't know what you're going to get from right. him on some nights. He was the most right. consistent he's been last year, which is good. But during the playoffs, he choked. No. Like after that suspension, uh, the elbow on Nets. Jason Terry. And, and I'm surprised that the Knicks gave, you know, gave him that contract knowing that he's going to be out, you know. But with, this with is where the knee injury. injury related to what's from the playoffs, so I think that's contributing to his poor play. Right. Uh, definitely the elbow right. and got but, into his head a bit. Yeah, and I mean, that definitely Yeah. No. And the yeah. alcohol also got into him a lot too. <laughs> uh, and those tweets out to uh to to those uh to that female girl. Too. What was it? What is that female girl? <laughs> Cuz those male girls are just not <laughs> What did he tweet? Yeah, you know oh, my God. Man. Oh, my God. Uh, Whatever. Just dumb stuff. We know JR. No. Yeah. Yep. Good old JR. Oh, God. The heater on the ESPYs right now. I can't handle this. Yeah. Well, there's no basketball on, as me and Mansoor talked about, so this is all we got. ESPYs right now. John Hamilton. <laughs> LeBron James wearing sunglasses um, inside. I can't handle it. Moving on to the reunion <laughs> of uh, the return of the Bad Boys Part 2. Chauncey Billups returned to the Pistons for a two-year deal. Uh, Good for him. And... Um, Rasheed Wallace also a getting a, also yeah. being getting shot. Tate Prince coming back is uh, Rip Hamilton is the band coming back Yo, together. Bring the band back together. Ah man, uh, I'm, there's an article uh, talking about um, how they him and Joe Dumars like reconciled and they made up their difference and that's why this moment happened. Mm-hmm. And when he got traded to Denver, his hometown, he didn't want to be traded because he signed that extension that summer with the Pistons. He wanted to retire Pistons. He was even looking into like getting into management with the Pistons. All these things. That him and Joe Dumars talked about when he got traded. He Joe Dumars didn't even meet him to go goodbye, and then Rip Hamilton, Tayshawn Prince came at the hotel door. They all like were like really sad. They even called Ben Wallace, who was in Cleveland at the time, and they were like, "Ben Wallace said like I told you guys, management's you know they're assholes." You know, yeah, it's like a slap in the face. Yeah, That's but I'm glad that he's back. Uh, hopefully, him, the combination of him, Brandon Knight, uh, Josh Smith. Uh, Gun Monroe and Drummond. Although the rumor is uh, Brandon Knight and either Andor Monroe or Drummond to for the Celtics, Rajon Rondo. So what does that mean for Billups? I don't know. Or that's just all speculation. What what would you think of that trade, Tom? If that were to go down, um, I do not know. That's the first time of me hearing of this rumor of this trade. I can tell by your facial reaction. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> complete um, shock. Rondo has to be moved, and Gerald Wallace's contract has to come off the books. I don't think it has to be included. It has to be included. You have to get get that albatross of a No, someone's taking Rajon Rondo. We we, we traded Gerald Wallace. The untradable contract was traded. The only untradable contract in the NBA is Amari Stoudemire. Yes, because it's completely guaranteed. Right. Oh, man, that lawyer got a huge commission on that. (laughs) But for that trade, Gerald Wallace has to be moved. And there's no room for another three on that team. Right. And I don't think that front court lineup's going to work out. I think once Rondo's being shopped after he plays, and I, I think 
once they realize Monroe and Drummond just can't play together, they have to shop one. Well, the thing they, is, they do, can do they play want together. it to work out? That's the question. Do it's they, the do they spacing want it that Josh Smith is going to cause because Josh Smith really can't shoot. He's very good, very athletic. He just cannot shoot. And if you add him Rondo, and Rondo to were a buddies, team, right in high school, they were they, played they were. Him, but yeah, if you add Rondo close, to that no. team. There is no shooting in the outside again, and they're just going to collapse. This is what the defense occurred. They, the Pistons had zero shooting last year. Uh, Zach Lowe wrote an entire article about how they're going to... Um, Stuff? Co- <laughs> 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 uh, uh, coexist. Get, get coexist. Get There's a coexist. <laughs> as, I'm, as I'm putting my... There it is. <laughs> making a motion. <laughs> how they're going to coexist, and they just need shooting. Yeah. Billups yeah. is a good three-point shooter. I know he's been declining a little bit of age. But also, Billups can be a mentor for Brandon Knight because Brandon Knight is yeah, a be- good shooter. He's becoming more of a two guard. They keep swapping him from the one and the two. Hopefully, he'll learn more on the point guard. What they really need to do is start running the pick and roll with Drummond because he's just going to be a Tyson Chandler oh, pick and roll monster. Drummond's going to be so such a beast. Year three and four, he's going four is going to make he's going to get guaranteed. He gets a pick. Money, I think. He gets a pick and roll yeah. point guard, and they'll just dunk city. Yeah, I think I think they're a, a fringe playoff team. I think uh, with that Josh Smith signing, I think they're like where the Atlanta was last year. It's she, well since the Celtics have dropped out and yeah. the Bucks have gotten significantly worse. There's two seats up for grab, and it could be Detroit versus Washington trying to get the seats because I'm pretty sure everyone else is going to maintain their spot. Might not be the same seat. What about the Bobcats? Come on, man. Oh, I would Al be Jefferson. Super Al Jefferson, big pickup, and Paul Millsaps on the Hawks too. But. Yeah. Uh, Millsap was worth more money and took less right. than what Al Jefferson got because Al Jefferson doesn't play defense. No, that's true. He does have good footwork, though. <laughs> that's why you got. That's why uh, Ainge was able to convince McHale to get Garnett for him because if McHale loves the footwork. He's going to love Dwight Howard then with his footwork. All right, uh, <laughs> moving on to bad uh, forward centers. Uh, well, not maybe necessarily bad, but Drew Gooden he got amnestied um, from the Bucks. And Mike Miller also got amnesty from the championship heat. Womp, womp. Uh, what do you think about this move? Both moves, actually, Justin. I don't think Drew Gooden. Drew Gooden's probably looking at the Spurs again. Or... Drew Gooden didn't deserve Drew Gooden's contract was just I, so bloated. I don't know how he got that contract. I, I, that, that was his great negotiations. Yeah. Mike Miller, um, apparently the Houston Rockets are looking to potentially pick him up. That'd be a big pickup. Either Mike Miller, also Marcus Camby was recently uh, right. dropped as well. Right, he was bought out by the, the, the Rockets. Right. Are Harford's looking... own. You guys didn't know that, did you? I did. He lives in my town. <laughs> well, Justin didn't know. Oh, I knew that. Come on, Justin. You mass, whatever. All right. So, um, yeah, Mike Miller, Marcus Camby, those would be huge pickups for the Rockets, which are already, I think, you know, contenders to win the championship next year. They're right. up there. Right. I know the Cavs are also interested in possibly putting in a Mike Miller bid. And that yeah. would be that's a good young core starting. Did we even talk about Bynum? I don't think we yeah, mentioned on Bynum's that. ridiculous contracts. He, he's got a a two year two deal, twenty four million dollars. Is it play option or team option for a second year? I think it's a team option for a second. I think year. it's a team option. If, right. if he's Unbe- healthy, and unbelievable. Comes back, they offered him that money. Like that's just throwing. You have no idea what he's gonna. What he's it's gonna a produce. dice roll. It's a dice roll. Fifty fifty. And if it comes up positive, you just got the best. Oh, oh, yeah, top two center. Top two or three center for right. it. And he was when he was an ulcer. So. At the same time, I just I don't know if I can justify he, it. I feel like the money would, would just be better spent on someone that's proven themselves and someone that's actually going to play. You have no idea. Yeah, but Dan Gilbert's got to start making some moves like that. Because LeBron James coming back to Cleveland next year? You want some money for that. Uh, yeah. So, well, that's why it's a team option. If LeBron's going to come back, well, it's, if it's definitely him. a team option. But speaking of broken down centers, Odin moving to 
possibly Miami. Uh, even he hasn't played in like two years. He also years? has New Orleans on his list, I believe, for the, the Pelicans. Pelicans, but they got uh, oh no, they they drafted Noel and then they traded him to Philly. Um, yeah, I think uh, Anthony, Anthony Davis got it. I think Odin in Miami is probably the best fit for him because it's the least pressure for him to perform. And they, they don't play a true center anyway. Yeah, so. they resigned Chris Anderson, so it would be just that, those two battling. Could you imagine if he becomes plus Haslam's on the team as well? But he's if not, Odin I mean, he's not as tall as like Anderson, or he's their starting center yeah, though. He's their yeah. captain. If Odin becomes the beast that he was at OSU, it, Miami will be a force next year. If they end yeah. up picking him three up. micro fracture surgeries. That yeah. is so tough. I wish one of them the was best. getting off Odin the couch. Is awesome. <laughs> 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 one ten. I, I felt really bad when I heard that. Uh, uh, but biggest rumor. I don't know if you guys saw this picture was the Lakers, with their cap room next year, they only have one player on, on the cap, and that's Steve Nash. And they just amnestied Ron Artest, or Meta World Peace. The trio of Melo, LeBron James, and Kobe, there's a picture I posted on Twitter as their possible teammates together, which could happen. What, what in the world is going on? And if that were to happen, would I don't even know if I would be concerned. I'd just be scared for... For all the the bandwagon Fairweather fans jumping on the Lakers, <laughs> Lakers nuts. So. I mean, you can have three stars, but can they really coexist? Can they really all play together? Well, well are, Kobe if, and, and Melo are tight. Big brother, little brother. They can be Mello. tight, but when it comes to all right, give me the ball. Give me who wants the ball at the end of the game. Is there going to be? Is it going to be a battle over that? Is there going to be chemistry issues? It's two scores and then the best player in the past ten years. Right. It's it's. I don't know if there's going to be enough who's, shots for who's that who lineup. Who, what? <laughs> well, out of that sentence, describe who who is the two scores and who's the best player in the last ten years. Do I really need to? <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> for our fans, there could be <laughs> Melo and Kobe are all scoring and no defense. Okay, Melo can play some defense, but he's just puts the ball in the bucket. Yeah, Kobe plays some defense. Kobe, last Kobe's year. all defense. Kobe's team. defense was let me funnel you to Dwight. Oh wait, Dwight's not trying. Let's um. He, play, he plays defense when he has a coach that teaches defense, <laughs> not Mike D'Antoni. <laughs> not a running gun. Yeah. yeah. Well, even before that, even with Mike Brown, the, the Kobe Nash defense was. Well, no one wanted to play for Mike. We Brown. are a defensive sieve. Let's just let everyone into the paint. Oh crap! Dwight is not really trying this season. I could see, I could see it happening on some level. At least one of them going uh, on LeBron, and if not, if. If the Laker, if I'm the Lakers and and LeBron says I want to come, but I don't want Kobe there for whatever reason, kind of like what Dwight said when he's like, I want Kobe out, I want to own the team, and then that's why he kind of picked Houston because it was an easier scapegoat. Um, I could see the Lakers just saying, Hey, Kobe, uh, yeah, it was nice hanging out. You got to go. Did any of you hear the stories of how the Lakers were bad mouthing Houston to him, Dwight? Oh yeah, they're Nash, saying that Nash and uh, Kobe were that James about. Harden's a selfish player and that he's going to take all the shots. You're not going to get anything. And from anything we've seen, have we ever seen James Harden be selfish? Other than where he's the only player on that Houston team that really needed to score, right? Right. <laughs> uh, I've only seen it in 2K when I'm dominating Justin. So uh, uh, boom, yo, let's go, let's go? go, let's Update wrap this podcast up. Let's go, let's go. 2K. Game time. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're moving on to the only basketball we have, NBA 2K. Um, yeah. One, one more note here. The Nets are not picking someone up that was, you know, the heart of our team last year. You know, you know who that is? Who was that? Stack. Stack attack. It's gone, ah, man. 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 He's gone. Who's going to sing our national anthem? Who's going to sing our national anthem? Who's going to airball threes for us? <laughs> 
Uh, oh, maybe, wait. Maybe. oh, wait, we got Tolotovich for that. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. okay. All right. Tolotovich right. will be there. FT3's there. We got it. He's got them under control. Yeah. Who's going to miss? Well, we also lost CJ, who's going to miss our open fast break dunks. <laughs> so, I think we made a lot of improvements. I'm really excited for the presser tomorrow. We're all going to be watching. Uh, we're going to have a presser party tomorrow over the weekend. I'm going to record it. We're going to bring some popcorn. Yeah, you don't want to invite your... Uh you want to invite your, our, all of our fans to your place? All uh, 27 of them? No. No, not right now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe another time, guys. Um, but I think I'll do it for the podcast tonight. Justin, do you have anything? Uh, I like my drink shaken, not stirred. <laughs> what? Tom? Tom, what about you? Adios, amigos. All right. All right, thanks, guys, for joining us. Uh, good night from Prospect Heights, and good night, Nets Nation. Peace out, Brooklyn. Let's go, Nets. Rebound. 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 Rebound.